Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. We have a special master's edition dropping today. Um, I did this interview earlier in the week and decided I would just make it come out on Friday instead of Monday. And I'll probably just do one of my own personal ones for Monday, but like anyone cares. <laughs> However, today we are in for a treat. Um, I had the pleasure of interviewing Lourdes Gutierrez Kellum. She lives in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and um, is from the States originally, spent some time in Australia, and now resides in the mountainous community of Calgary and uh, has some really interesting stories about running and life philosophy and things like that. So, um, it was, yeah, it was a great conversation. She reached out to me through the Tejas Trails um, Facebook group, which was really cool because most of the people that I have interviewed for Master's Edition seem to be people that I know, which is not a big deal. But um, and I think she was a little nervous about being interviewed, but she was great. She did she did really well. Um, and yeah, so she had nothing to worry about. So anyway, so let's. Um, Let's just have a listen to that interview, and I'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Well, I am so glad that you offered to uh, be interviewed for this podcast. Um, oh, sure. Yeah, the, the, the Master's Edition, uh, as you may or may not know, is just something I came up with earlier in the year as just sort of a way to break it up because, well, yeah. also because we don't really have races to talk about right yeah which yeah. is sort of a drag and um you know so it's like I've, I've kind of had some covid related episodes and then some yeah. masters which is something that i actually wanted to do before all this started so because i sort of feel like we are special <laughs> <laughs> well it's a different it's a different perspective right and Absolutely. i mean to be fair i've always thought i don't really understand why i mean i get it you know, most of the companies target the young, fast winners, but really the middle-aged kind of mid to back of the Packers are out there longer, using yep. their stuff longer and have the money to buy the stuff, right? Exactly. So I kind of wonder why they, like the advertising and stuff doesn't, hasn't sort of, you know, caught on. Yes. Yeah. They have really haven't. And, and, you know, I get it. You know, everybody wants to see the young, beautiful people. Right? Hey, we're, we're not so bad ourselves. You know? yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a very rich market. And I mean, I'm hoping, I don't know. I don't even know how to get sponsors, but I know I need to well, figure that out. I was so out. excited just to, to, to see, like, I just love the fact that like, like you said that you had a whole sort of series of masters people. Cause a lot of times I'm, I'm listening. I, I listen, I don't listen to a ton of podcasts, but sometimes I like to listen to them and to tell you the truth. A lot of times I'm, I can't relate because I'm like, okay, so you can go run a hundred miles on three gels. Good for you. But that's, <laughs> That's not my, you know what I mean? It's it's not my experience. So after about five minutes, I'm just like, man, done. <laughs> you know? no, I go I back to my Mambo Kings and listen to music. Exactly. I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, it was weird because like, I didn't really start running until I was like my late forties, early fifties. Mm -hmm. And so okay. like, I started like placing in races. So I was like, yeah, wow, this is kind of weird. I mean, and again, I'm not that extraordinary of a runner. Or anything like that but it's just like I started realizing that there's just not a lot of us out there and so yeah. 
I feel like, you know, we, we need to honor that and, and yes. you know, people need to respect that and, you know, give us some credit. So. Well, and I, th I think a lot of people don't, they just have no idea what their bodies are actually capable of, not just when they're younger, but when they're older. And then I think you have a lot of people who start a bit younger and kind of burn out. And so I think you get a lot of people who do start later and then they're super excited about it and they say, oh, hey, look at me, I'm, I'm doing well because there aren't a lot of us out there. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes, yes. Oh my God. So tell me about your journey uh, into running. I mean, were you always a runner or how did you get into it? Um, well, yeah, I've been a runner for a very long time. I was a swimmer. I swam competitively and then I, um, you know, as you do, you get older and you're in college and, um, you know, with my career and everything, it just, it just, uh, I, I started doing it. I, I definitely believe I have an addictive personality. So whether it's OCD or ADHD or, you know, if it wasn't one thing, it would have been something else. And I think maybe I got lucky that young in my life, I sort of fell into running and I really have always done it just for me. Um, just like for me, the sweet spot is five miles a day. If I can get up and go do five miles, like there's just something it triggers in me. It just makes me a better person that day. Yeah. You know, whether it was, you know, when I was younger and in work and facing issues at work uh, or whether when I had my children and were small and I needed that one hour <laughs> by myself. Oh yeah. Right. With, and so, and, and then we ended up moving. I live, I'm from the States. We ended up moving to Australia and. Oh um, my gosh. What part? Yeah. Uh, we lived in uh, New South Wales. Okay. Like uh, no, we were in uh, Newcastle. So sort of okay. North of Sydney. And I found myself there with young children and my husband working all the time and I couldn't work. And so I just, yeah, it just kind of turned in, it's turned into sort of a passion and a, and I think at that point I, I couldn't work. So it just, that's kind of when I started focusing maybe a little bit more on the running and not on achieving certain things, but sort of on how much I could push myself out of a, my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And so then that we were there for a few years and we, we moved here to can live in Canada currently. And we're lucky. You. <laughs> yeah, well, we're 20 minutes from the Rocky mountains. So it's a good place to be. And, um, and that's where I really found, I think my true sort of passion with ultra running and, and just pushing myself, pushing the boundaries of what, I think is either possible or, you know, that I want to do. Yeah. So you say you're from the States originally. So where yeah. are where are you from originally? Uh, I grew up in Maryland. Okay. My parents are actually Cuban. And, oh, wow. Uh, what yeah, part of so Cuba? Cuba, they were both from Havana. All right. Yes. I've been to Cuba about six times. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I've never been, but um, yeah, we, we, you know, we were there uh, in Maryland and then I went to, to Virginia Tech and uh, then I lived in Yorktown in Virginia. That's where I had my kids and for about 15 years before 
uh, you know, moving, you know, I never thought like I'd live outside of the U.S. like ever. Right. So. Yeah, that must have been interesting. So what is your career? Uh, well, I've, I was an architect. I'm n no longer. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So, right. and, and how many kids do you have? Uh, two. Okay. And how old are they? They are 22 and 20. Oh my gosh. And how old are you? <laughs> I can ask. I'm 52. Oh God, you're a kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, so, Hey, <laughs> Oh, I don't feel like a kid when I'm running with 30 year olds. Right? No, I, I get you. I get you. I mean, it's, it's weird. It's like, yeah. Cause I, I will be <clears throat> 60 next year. Oh my God. Nice. Horrifying. Yeah. And it's like the last few years I find myself getting a little slower. I'm just like, and some of that, I don't know if it's cause I, I live in San Antonio now. And yeah. before that I was living in the Rio Grande Valley, which is like flat as a pancake. And so, right. And so I like to think that some of it's because I'm running a little bit of elevation, but right. Like, ah. Oh, San Antonio is gorgeous. My husband and I, I think I wrote this to you. We were there. Yeah. I had never been. Oh, and I, I went down and did uh, Cactus Rose. Oh, yeah. With the Texas Trails group. Which year did you do that? Last year. Okay, good. So it was before, so you didn't do it at Camp Eagle. You did it actually at, uh, yeah. Ban with the Bandera course. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. It was the Bandera course. And, um, and then we went to San, like the whole reason we went on the trip was to then go to San Antonio and just spend a couple days. And it was lovely. It's a lovely city. I, I love living here. Yeah. I mean, I'm originally from Ohio and then I lived in Florida. And so, yeah, I've kind of lived in a few places, but yeah, I, when I got offered a position up here in San Antonio, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm always driving up like five hours to go to races being right. like, like maybe go for like an hour or, you know or oh, I know oh we're so we are so jealous of people I have a good group of friends here we're so jealous of people in the states living whether Texas or Florida or California you guys have like races every week I mean not right now but normally oh yeah absolutely yeah I mean and I miss it oh my god I miss it so much I mean it just it's like such a huge part of my life, you know, yes. and, and even volunteering or whatever, you know, like you were asking me about Tejas Trails and it's like, yeah, I mean, like it felt like every weekend I was either volunteering or running a race, you know, or both, you know, yeah. and yeah. And so it's kind of gone to this standstill, which is. Yeah. I like that group so much. I had done the wild hair the year before. My husband actually flies to Houston quite, a, well, he did fly to Houston quite a bit for work. And so I just sort of found the group and every now and then I just go with him and then I do, you know, he works and I go and do a little race on the side. And it was, it's a nice way to see different places. Oh, um, it's such a group and they were just so down and it just reminded me really of when I started, especially out in Australia, it's, it, it was much more like that. Very grassroots picnic, people hanging out, you know, none of this, you know, all the hoopla of some of these big things. No, I hear you. I mean, yeah, trail running, yeah, trail runners are my tribe, and I, it sounds like they're yes. yours, and uh, that's so cool. God, I'm so envious, because, oh, I have a number of friends in, in Australia, and, um, you know, I just, just so want to go there. You know, most of them are in the Northern Territory, but. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I just, I just think it's so cool, and Calgary, my God, the weather must be amazing this time of year. Yeah, well, we've actually, shockingly, We've had a bit of a heat wave and, you know, I hate to complain because 
probably like in the 80s, <laughs> but it just feels a lot. No, I hear you. Like yeah. Like We've yesterday, had digits. <laughs> yeah, the other morning, I think, or this morning too, it was like 48. And that's nice. Like you wake up and it's fresh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, not here. Not for a while. We probably no. do that until about October or something like that. But, right. So which distance did you do at a Cactus Rose? Uh, I just did the 50 miler. Yes. You're such an ultra runner. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> well, like I said, we, we were really going to go to San Antonio. So I kind of wanted to do the 75, but I, I knew my, my husband was there and we wanted to spend it. So I was like, I didn't want to be trashed the next day. So I was like, no, let me do the 50. And then we were able to, you know, tour around the next day. And that's great. Yeah. And move. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. My my first fifty mile attempt was at Cactus Rose, and that was probably about five years ago. It's a and, tough course. Oh my God, it's awful! And the year that I did it, it was they had like this tropical storm that just sort of parked itself over the oh you know, yeah the area, and so yeah. I was coming up Lucky Peak, and then I went down, and this was like you know five thirty in the morning, you know, beginning of the race, and I. <laughs> <laughs> slipped on some of that loose rock that's on oh, there were so many rocks and I sliced open you know this big flap on my knee and this oh. woman that I ran into she was just and I'm trying to run you know I'm just like stupid you know like, oh, okay I'm gonna try to do what I can <laughs> she's right. like, you're gonna need stitches and I'm just like oh god really you know I've been training my butt off for months you know with this stupid right. you know for this thing and yeah so long story short I ended up you know at a God, this guy, John Sharp, he's, oh, he's a madman. But anyway, he was one of the volunteers and he drove me to Bernie, which is about 45 minutes away because there was, there were no like medical, you know. No, it's like, it's out in the middle of nowhere. It is. It yes. like, <laughs> and so he drove me to Bernie and, you know, we're in this tropical store. Of course, we stopped for coffee on the way because that's how he is. He's crazy. And uh, yeah, and so I got four stitches in my knee and the doctor was like, you will not go back out there. And I'm just like, but then I was just kind of like, okay, cool. That's fine. You know, oh. and I was like, okay, I'll do the wild hair, which is like the next race. The next yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love that course. I'd done my first 50 K there and you know, so actually it was sort of a relief, but it's still sort of a drag, but thank Yeah. Good for you for, for getting that done. My God, that's, that is such a hard course. Ugh. Yeah. My friend broke her ankle this this January at Bandera. Oh my God, it was terrible. She was doing the 25K and I had caught up to her and lucky peak. <laughs> yeah, same one. Oh my gosh. What was the other side? And she's coming down and, and she was, because there had been so many people, the the, the oh, right. or whatever was like super slippery. Yeah. <laughs> right. And um, she slid down, she's grabbing onto this tree limb and I can hear this crack and I'm like, ooh, I hope that was the tree. And no, it was not, it was her ankle. And yeah, she's just now getting back. But yeah, that was, oh, that was horrifying. But anyway, enough of that. <laughs> What's your favorite distance? Um, I, I'd say probably my favorite, favorite would be probably 50, to 100k I feel like that's a good solid day out but 
you now that's you know with the generous i like i'm not, so distance isn't so much like to me it's the generous cutoffs oh, believe <laughs> i like it. i like generous times but um yeah i like i i mean i like that that distance i just feel like it's a you you don't completely trash yourself you can enjoy the day you can sort of I mean, if you really want to push, you can and, and know that you're not going to be trashed. And if not, you can have a sandwich and take some pictures and <laughs> still enjoy it. Like, you know what I mean? I just feel like that's probably, you know, getting into 100 milers, you're starting to really, I feel like, suffer quite a bit more. But it, I don't think it matters what distance you pick. The last 10 miles of any distance are the hardest. <laughs> so. yeah. Oh, yeah. I could tell you that, like, it. Mile 42 of a 50 miler, the two times uh, I've done it. Yeah. I'm like ready to take a nap. I'm just like, okay, I'm exhausted. I just really want to sleep for a little bit, you know? Yes. <laughs> it's like my pacer or my friends are like, come on, you got to go. And I'm like, oh my God. Right. But yeah, it's hard. So what's the longest distance you've ever accomplished? Um, well, that depends. <laughs> So in a single race, uh, probably the 135 at uh, Arrowhead oh. in um, Minnesota. Yeah. So if, but I've also done a 315 kilometers, which is about 200 miles. That's, but that was a staged race uh, across Wales that's called the Dragon. Yeah. But that's, that was staged in five days. Um, in the five days, we had like, I think two 50K days of, uh, like maybe two 50 mile days and like a 40 mile day. So they were long days. Yeah. You know, they were 14, 15 hour days. Yeah. I mean, you can't like recover from that particular. No, <laughs> no. And I had a bit of an issue with sleeping. Uh, I found out quite quickly. I'm not very good at camping. <laughs> and so by day three of not having slept and covered 50 miles a day, I, it was rough. I, yeah. They've got a nice clip of me bawling my eyes out for like five minutes. I was like, nobody, you know, I was like, figures. It's like the first, it's like the lead into the video of the day that they were producing. So, right? Yeah. All right. Yes, I did. I actually, after that, that Wednesday was the roughest day. And then actually Thursday and Friday were great. I had great days those days. Um, it's just, it's an extremely tough course. And yeah. I, I don't tend to do enough research before. And so probably yeah, <laughs> I, I probably bit off. I thought, oh, you know, how hard can it be? It's staged. I had never done a staged race before. And it's, it's a whole different, it's a whole different sort of ball of wax. Yeah. Yeah. I've never tried that either. So, um, yeah, finished. So that's exciting. You know, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> so what's on your, um, what's on your radar? <laughs> Everything's canceled right now, but yeah, well, coming up? <laughs> um, unfortunately I had, after seven years of trying, I had finally gotten in through the lot uh, through the lottery for UTMB this oh. year. So, you know, that's been sort of a heartbreak to right, out on that. But um, I have to say that 70 years ago when I first signed up for it, I wasn't the person or the runner that I am today. 
So I actually don't know that because it got canceled, I'm, you know, at first I was kind of bummed, but I'm kind of okay with it. Cause I, I sort of feel like at this point, I could just go do it by myself. <laughs> like wow. there, are three, there are three huts there, right? Or three or four. I don't know how many, but I, you, you can, I have friends who have just gone and hiked it in three days, you okay. know? So I don't know that, especially maybe because of these last couple months with COVID and I, I don't know if I've just sort of become a little bit more self-reliant in the sense that, I mean, I like events. I love traveling with my friends and, and just the whole atmosphere around them. And I do miss that, but I, I'm kind of enjoying not having a clock ticking in my ear every time I go out to do something or, yeah. you know, I've, I've done several of these virtual events and I've actually kind of enjoyed them. I can, and I mean, one of them was a two mile, two, two mile circle around my house for, a hundred miles. Oh my God. That's crazy. Well, but it wasn't, but it wasn't super stressed because like I did it over four days and it just was kind of like, it's like you had a goal and you had something to do, but you were the only one who who really cares. I mean, nobody cares. Nobody really cares. Right. right? But it was just something that I wanted to do. And so have, I think it's, it's more maybe about that, that I've kind of, now I, to be fair, most of the races that I've done for the last at least 10, 15 years have always been, I'm not going to say destination, but they've always been races. Like I see pictures of a place and I'm like, I want to go there. And so then I look for a race and then either we do a little traveling before or after, or the the race pictures are spectacular. So I want to be there. Like it's that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't really, I've never gone into races thinking to myself, Oh, I want to go this cause I want to win this race or I want to go to this race because I want to beat my time from. So I don't really do a lot of um, races. There's a couple that, you know, I don't do a lot of them again. There are a couple now when I do some winter ultra running and there aren't very many. So, you know, it's a very, very small community and people do the same ones year after year after year because there just aren't very many of them, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Now that's so cool. That's cool that you've got the time and the resources to, to do that kind yeah. of stuff. I mean, with me, exactly. It's, okay, I guess I'm going to do, you know, wild hair, you know, for the eighth time, you know, and right. you're going to do the 50K, you know, because <laughs> it's like, I mean, since... I haven't been out of San Antonio since February when I did Rocky Raccoon like half But the nice thing about that is that then you get to see, like we have a race here that Iron Legs that I've done five times. And I remember the first year that I went was the first year that I lived here and I knew nobody. Yeah. And the second year that I went, I knew 75% of the people who were out there. That's, so, yeah. So it does, I mean, I can understand why people go to this, especially with a group like, you know, uh, Tejas trails or, you know, one of these really, um, kind of established trail running groups, mm-hmm. because it, it's not like, you know, say the Calgary marathon. Okay. I've done that a couple of times, but half, you don't see the same people. There's just so many when you, when you have 20,000 people, you don't see anybody really. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, road races are just like such a different animal from, Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, 
forget that. (laughs) Anyway. Well, my body, my body's saying, yeah, no, don't do that. Well, yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, it's funny because like with me, I, uh, I, I skipped the marathon and just went right to the 50 K, you know, so it's one of those dorks, you know, but you know, I don't really have any regrets. (laughs) It's kind of okay (laughs) that way, but, um, what else was I going to ask you? Um, what do you find about being, and you know, again, you're still kind of a, a younger master's runner, but have you found any advantages or disadvantages as you've gotten older um, with your running, um, you know, in terms of racing or, you know, it sounds like you're kind of like cool about, you know, just doing the race or finishing. Yes. I don't want to put words in your mouth either. No, I think that's probably my biggest advantage is that I don't think I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like if I'm going to go and I'm going to pay money, I want to finish. (laughs) And, but I don't put pressure on myself to exceed or, you know, I, I'm like pretty happy that I'm at this age and I've been running for 30 years and I'm still doing it, you know? So now there's a lot of walking involved, obviously, but um, I do. Amen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's the best part about trail running. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think that's, I think when I look at the younger people, I'm kind of glad that I wasn't doing this when I was 20 or 30. And I can see why they get burnt out, you know, because it's like, any, like everything, like when I started, it was 10 years ago and not a lot of people were doing it and not a lot of people heard about it. And there wasn't much said about it, right? And in the last five years, it's almost blown up exponentially. And so I think it's becoming maybe, unfortunately, a little bit too much like road running. But I think that there's always going to be enough people, and I, people like me, <laughs> who are just out there to kind of enjoy it or or get the fix of, just doing it or being in pain for the next couple of days. Cause there's something fun about that. Gimping <laughs> around. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, with me, it's always about the stories. It's like, cause you yes. know, what road race have you done that you've got great stories with? I mean, maybe one or two, but I mean, the majority, yeah, they're sort oh of. My goodness. When I did cactus rose last year, I was going along and I came up to talking about stories. I came up along these three girls and we're talking and all of a sudden I hear them saying something. I was like, wait, Grand Canyon. Did you guys do Grand Canyon last year? And they're like, yeah, I was like, me too. They're like, when? And we had actually been and met at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> and I was like, wait, you're the Texas group. I talked to you guys at breakfast the next morning because I had told you my friend Nyleva, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she does a lot of the has she's done oh. shows like five, six, seven oh, times. Yeah, yeah. I've seen her results, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I had, when I saw them sitting at the table, the breakfast the next morning, I saw their Tejas trails. So I went up to them and I said, hey, do you guys know a girl named Nyleva? I met her in Montana, you know? And we, she and I met at a race called Devil's Backbone and spent a majority, well, I spent a majority of the race chasing her. Like, <laughs> trying to her. And we just like, you know, we laughed about it and stuff and, and we just kind of became friends. And then we ended up spending quite a bit you know, near the end of the race together. And so I, it's, and so then 
it was just crazy. I was like, what are the chances? Like, what are the chances of that? That you're going to meet somebody on the exact same weekend, you know, in the Grand Canyon, and then you're going to go down, I guess, maybe more of a chance because we were <laughs> at, you know, but I had no idea. So that was really fun. No, it's, that's what's so great about it. It's just like, it's a very small community. And, yes. you know, I have, I mean, again, that's, that's really what I miss. I miss my, my trail running, um, I call them like uh, summer camp friends, you know, like these people that you meet and you had this great experience with them during a race. And then, you know, you, you, you probably see them once in a while, but it's just sort of like yeah. summer camp. You're just like, Oh, Hey, I miss you. Boy. And this was many years, a few years ago right. um, at Bandera, I was doing the 25 K that year and he was by himself. And I'm just like, where your, where's your parents? He's like, oh, my mom's doing the 100K. My dad's up, you know, that way with my best friend. And I'm just like, wow. And he was, yeah. And he's like, I like your pace. I'm going to stay with you. And I'm like, wow, okay. You know, so we ended up hanging together. And yeah, he became my best summer camp friend that, that year. And then I met his, awesome. his uh, little friend, um, Isaiah, I think it was. And they were both 11. And Isaiah was wearing Crocs. <laughs> of course, of course he was. Oh my God, that kid could like bomb the hills and stuff like that. I mean, they're probably about 16 at this point. But yeah, I mean, it was just like such, and, and every now and then I run into his parents or him, you know, at one of these races and it's just so much fun, you know, it's just like. This, oh, that's fantastic. But anyway, so. <laughs> Um, well, I am so grateful to you for your time, for talking to me today and, and for, sure. you know, I mean, cause most of the people that I've been interviewing for the master's edition have been fairly much strangers. <laughs> I mean, oh, okay. I mean, not strangers. I probably had like two people that I didn't know in the first place. So I was so excited when I heard from you, I was like, oh my gosh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who doesn't live in Texas, what a plus, you know, right. <laughs> you know um, so I'm going to, um, thank you very much. Don't, don't go away. I'm going to stop recording right this second. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I sure I am. Uh, here we go. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to that interview. I certainly had a good time talking to her and, uh, we've vowed to stay in touch. I think we became summer camp friends just over zoom. Uh, <laughs> you know, the summer camp thing is what I refer to is when I meet people on the trail and become friends with them and, um, and in kind of a deep, but superficial way, uh, or superficial, but deep way. I'm not sure which, but anyway, uh, yeah. So it was, it was really cool. And, um, yeah. So if you are over the age of 50 and would like to be interviewed, please reach out to me because I would love to talk to you. Uh, and you could be featured in this spot someday soon. All right. That is all I've got for now. I'll see you next time.